perfect. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Excuse Me Brother podcast show. I'm your host, Brother Jane, to my right. El Numbro. El Numbro? This is Brother Tay, what's up? Oh, I want to say, Brother's Hermano. Well, Hermano. Anyway, how you doing, Tay? Boy? Boy? Don't call me boy. I said, how you doing, bro? I said, what was the statement before that? The I said, isn't Brother Hermano? Yes. I didn't hear you correctly. I was like, what did you just say? You're not listening. I never do. No, listen. <laughs> I'm very well. Now, don't mind me if my if my words seem a little different because I'm still recovering from this lip injury. Oh, that's right. He has stitches in his lips. I have stitches in my lip. <laughs> we recorded one week ago. He leaves me for three days, and he has stitches in his lips. Like the the in fact, my coworker, the the guy who designed the logo in the the what call it, he tried to kill me. So, yeah, Akeem, I'm I'm telling everybody. <laughs> Do we get a a new logo now? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh man, he might come back. (laughs) He might might come back to finish off the job. As long as after you, I'm good. uh, What? (laughs) Excuse me, brother. Your excuse. Oh, all right. I told you. So, if I sound a little weird or if I sound a little uh, lispy, whatever, then it's because of that. Or if you see me licking my lips, because these stitches are annoying. Stitches itself are annoying. Yeah, and the fact that they're in my lip is just like, yo, I've I've been having to eat out of the side of my mouth for the last week. I'm telling you, this is annoying, bro. <laughs> don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at don't laugh at my pain. I wish that was video recorded. <laughs> don't laugh at my pain. It's been very stressful. I'm you very... and Kevin Hart the same height. Why not? <laughs> I'm like three <laughs> inches taller than him, first and foremost. Those three inches mean a lot. <laughs> very much so. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> what are we getting into today, talk, uh, Tay? Uh, you want now, nah, based on what you told me before we got in here, what was the title you gave this episode? Before I go any further about what we're about to talk about, I want everyone to hear his title because I will not be in trouble for this. I will not go down with that shit. I am no captain, I am no general. It's not happening. <laughs> Mama didn't raise a quitter, but I will retreat if needed be. <laughs> this brother's getting his ass beat. He called the title, This Brother's Getting His Ass Beat. You know what we want to talk about today? The awareness of domestic violence on men and their relationships. And he wants to call the title, This Brother's Getting His Ass Beat. <laughs> A whole rapper, Coda the Friend came out with a whole album about this last week. Did so, he? Yes, he had he had three songs on his album where he talked about he was domestically abused oh, by three women in three past relationships. Oh, and you would have called this. I did not know that. I don't listen to Frank Ocean's music anymore. I didn't say Frank Ocean. <laughs> Who'd you say? Coda the Friend. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and I get called out. For nothing. And he's always upset at me. But you see this? Nah, see? Every so time. What? Every time. So what? Like, what do you want? I'm sorry. This man is over. We have a whole thing to do. He is. I have friends. 
This brother over here. I needed that. I'm sorry. I needed that laugh. I'm <clears> so <throat> happy you got it. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the reason why I gave it that title was because no one takes men's uh, domestic, domestic violence against men seriously. Very true. So so I wanted to go there, like, give it that title to kind of, like, you know, like we do with every title. You kind of grab the person's attention, like, oh, where's that coming from? You I'm fine. I mean? I'm Look. I mean, you didn't come up with a better title anyway. I, I normally come up with my titles after the episode is done. That's how I normally work. I give you the titles beforehand, and you kind of just do what you want with it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes, I'll take it word for word because uh. I, I want to have your input into it. I'm not rude. <laughs> you, all, you helped make this show. It'd be kind of, it'd be kind of a problem if I'm like, yo, all right, we record the episode. All right, go away. <laughs> I'm gonna put everything together. Like I don't want you to touch nothing after it's like no, <laughs> that's not how I work. Well, I got the reaction I wanted out of you, which was exact. That's the exact reaction I was hoping for. Anyway, upset and anger. I don't upset and confusion. I don't confusion. More like more like confusion. I'm confused every day. You don't need to work that hard for it. I wake up in a state of violence and confusion. Like nothing needs to go wrong here. Does it make you want to hit me? No. Oh, okay, good. Good. Well, Except the, the man who kicked me in the start of the episode. I didn't, like, yeah, I didn't kick you. I kicked the chair. Um, kicked you because I no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but on the real, though, on the real, on the real, let's be serious for a second. <clears throat> Domestic violence against men is actually a very real thing that I hope, well, I hope you haven't experienced it because I haven't. No. In any uh, kind of way. I, Unfortunately, I do actually have some friends that have told me very recently that they had to go through it. Though. Really? Yeah. With, I'm not going to well, I'm not going to put their problem. names out there, but I'm not like I'm not saying no names, but yeah, they have recently told me like we've been hanging out for like the past I've I've been hanging out with my bros for the past 3 weekends. Mm-hmm. And like they've been telling me stories like one dude was like it's like he hasn't been in a relationship for about 3 years cuz his other one lasted 7 months and it was all just her abusing him. Mm. And like, and he would tell his friends, and he didn't tell me, but he would tell like his other friends that like, he worked with and stuff, mm-hmm. because uh, the girl he was with was also a coworker of another friend of mine. Oof. Small world. And he like he would tell that friend, and that friend would be like, <laughs> my friend wouldn't take it seriously until like they See? were done. Yes, See? that's what I'm talking about. That's why we. To- that's why I gave it that title. Nobody takes it seriously. So we, we joke about it, like, oh, you got your girlfriend's beating up on you and things like that. But that's not just not good. Like, it's not good at all. And I feel like we don't talk about it enough. <sighs> and thankfully, I don't know anybody, any men who's uh, a been abused or b abused women. You know what I mean? I mostly know women who've been uh, domestically, well, physically assaulted and things like that by their partners. And but you like, don't you don't know anyone who's actually been an abuser. Or the perpetrator, as I call them in my job. Right. We don't. I don't know. And thank, thank, thankfully, because I don't surround myself with dudes like that. Like, if you're beating on your girlfriend, now we're not friends no more. I think there was one person <clears throat> I found out about it, but he he was already gone from what I... He was already, like, we weren't already talking at that point. But then I found out, like, years later, he's like, you know the dude used to hit his girlfriend? I was like, who? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> See, and, and now and when, it, it, it kind of changes your perspective of that person, of that dude, because it's like... I already had I, I, my perspective him was already gone, like because he was already out of my life because right. some other stuff he did with the friend group. But then that made it worse, though. See, <laughs> see, it just makes it worse. So I tell you what, if I have, if I know, if any of my close male friends now, if I found out that they were beating on their girlfriends or their wives or, or even their children, you know what I mean? You have to meet me, sir. 
Huh? What? <laughs> Excuse me, brother? You heard me. I didn't. I said you going to have to meet me, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight <laughs> up, 100%. Oh, I thought you really heard me. I thought you was... Thought no, you was no, I, I agree a thousand percent. These strats are coming. <laughs> huh? What? <laughs> Yo, you got to stop whispering. Nah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, hear, I'll hear it on a playback. I hear it on a playback. So you know Jail me. Jail time's easy to serve once it's done. <laughs> Damn. You're willing to go to prison for this. So you know me as I does. I, I, I does the research. I, 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 does, I does the research. I threatened someone with that before, actually. What? Someone made me upset, and I was like, yo, you hit me. I was like, someone kept like touching my shoulder, and then I was like, yo, you touch me again. I serve another jail sentence. I don't care. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, and I've never been to jail. But, <laughs> but they don't know that. They don't know that. <laughs> All right, so... <clears throat> Jesus, Jay. Um, uh, so, okay, yeah. Man, what's I, life to a kill? What's up? <laughs> I get I, a plea deal. I get out in 20 years. What's good? 20, are you sure you're going to get 20? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. All right. Fine. I'll let you know if I try it. All right. Word up. Um, so, I went into a little bit of domestic violence against men. I did, you know, I does my research. So, I looked up this article on psychologytoday.com. That's an, that's an interesting name. Huh? I was like, that's a good title. Of course it is. And it says the the title on um, the title of this article, this particular article, I looked up two of them. Mm-hmm. It says the difficulty of recognizing domestic violence against men. Right. It's written by Katie Gillis, who is a licensed clinical social worker. Mm. So she knows what she's talking about. OK. You know what I mean, it says gender stereotypes create unfair stresses for men coming forward for support. Key points. Right. Gender stereotypes make it difficult to view men as victims and women as perpetrators of domestic abuse. Female perpetrators tend to use different methods of abuse than men, often relying on psychological abuse and manipulation. It says male victims of abuse often feel isolated, embarrassed, and emasculated, making it difficult for them to come forward. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the That's just the key points. The, the, the forward of the article says, Very little is known about domestic violence among heterosexual or, quote, straight men. That sounds painful. Eh, yeah. Even as we knock on the door of 2022, there have been a <laughs> few studies conducted that include men as victims and those that have been complicated, I mean, completed, focus primarily on same gender relationships, holding to the co- commonly held stereotypes that an adult straight man cannot be abused by, by a female partner. Now, have you ever heard that one before that men can't be? Yes. Uh, th- that men can't be uh, victims of domestic violence and things like that. Man, uh, we got to a point where I've seen some videos where, like, men can't say, like, men don't have a right to consent. <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. Whoa. I've seen some people, I've seen some women say that. Really, like, if, like, I remember, like, some dude was going around. I don't remember, I don't remember where I saw it, but this dude was going around, I think it was Miami, like, on the beaches, and he was just asking people, he was like, what do you do if your partner or your, was like, what did you do with your boyfriend or the guy you hooked up said he doesn't want to have sex? And I was like, oh, I make, the girl's like, I make him have sex. He has no right to say no. Whoa. And I was like, Hopefully ah. she was just trolling. But even uh, then, It wasn't, uh, you can say one, but it was about 15 of women saying the same oh, thing. come on. <laughs> That's gross. That's, and you know, I feel like social media plays a, <clears throat> a big part of it as it always does. I mean, I mean, it was a con- I'm, like, I'm pretty sure the whole video, I'm pretty sure if I watched the whole video, I'm sure there was something else that came out of it. But when you have a compilation of 15 women saying the same thing and they're all different, like genders, race, mm. different genders, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all, when they're all different race, uh, they all, you all look like they come from different cultures. Right. There's, I'm, there's clearly a problem. <clears throat> I mean, no, no, I feel you on that. I'm just saying, like, social media always plays into the stereotype that, I mean, well, not the stereotype, but the notion that, that if a woman is 
like like you ever seen those videos where it's like kind of a skit and the woman is like beating on her boyfriend for whatever reason and it comes out as funny like it's supposed to be funny like they're acting something out like a situation where she catches him doing something and she resorts to physical violence yes the, and they always play out to be funny, but to me, they're not really funny. Like, I don't see the humor in that. There's some that are not funny. I've seen a lot where, going back to, like, sexual stuff in general, <clears throat> where, like, the stereo, like, some of the videos are, like, if your girlfriend comes back home drunk from drinking with her friends. Yes, and she becomes sexually violent or whatever have yeah, you. Yeah, stuff like that, and it's, like, supposed to be funny, and part of it, I'm like, I don't see the joke in this. I mean, and I was, okay. like, I just go by it, and I was like, that. I, I, okay, I'm... I'm, no, they, I'm some of them exaggerate it. They, a lot of them are exaggerated, Yeah, but for me, <clears throat> I, I, feel, I have mixed feelings about them because, on the one hand, I do, like... Like, you can clearly see that the guy is uncomfortable when it happens. Like, when she comes home drunk from, say, like, like you're saying, brunch, where Sunday brunch where she's out with her girls and they've been drinking mimosas, bottomless mimosas and things like that. She comes back, she wants, you know, she wants to, you know what? Mimosas. You know what I mean? But Endless he's, tequila sunrise. Right. And he's clearly. We're going to brunch. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to continue. Yeah, you, you, you're still in New Orleans. That's what it is. I'm always um, there. And you see that the you know the guy's clearly uncomfortable. Yes, and he's just like, "Dag, here she come again with her nonsense." You know what I <laughs> mean? And she resorts to kind of like violence to, you know, engage sexual. Yes, you know, <clears throat> like I said, I find it like on on that one hand, I find it kind of messed up because it's like, "Dag, he clearly like if one she 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 has a pattern of this because he already knows about to happen." Yes, two, he's clearly uncomfortable. He doesn't want to do this because he knows how she gets when she's like this. But on the other hand, you know, we live in such a culture where, you know, drunken sex is so common oh, and it's absolutely. and it's and <clears throat> and it's it's so easy to go out and find someone else to be with. The fact that she's coming home to you and doing this to you is kind of like, okay, you know, I a lot, of, a lot of people would be like, you should be happy. Right. You should be happy that this is happening to you. But no, that's no, you shouldn't be. If you clearly don't want to do this, then, you know. And you know what? Let's go back to that article. Okay. Because this, <laughs> no, this actually goes into it. I'm fine. When it comes to uh, comes to um sexual violence against men that don't that people don't really uh, keep, keep telling us, sir. We need all the information. So no, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go to a different article. This this part was in a different article, and this one's from the CDC, everyone's favorite government institution right now. Um, <laughs> it says intimate. <laughs> I see too many videos about it. <laughs> intimate partner violence, sexual violence, and stalking among men. Right. I'm going oh, jump, yeah. jump down real fast. Facts about male victimization, right? Survey data have found that men experience a high prevalence of intimate partner violence, sexual violence, and stalking. Most first-time victimizations occur before the age of 25, with many victims first experience violence before age 18, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to yes. jump down to <clears throat> sexual violence, right? It says nearly one in four men in the U.S. experienced some form of contact sexual violence in their lifetime. I'm explaining a couple of differences because there's some terms in here that might, you know, get lost in the sauce if you. you no, know. explain it. <clears throat> there's no shame in it. All right. So it says there's a difference between uh, contact sexual violence and sexual violence. So uh, contact sexual violence includes uh, the R word rape. Yes. Penetration of the victim, being yes. made to penetrate someone else, sexual coercion, and or uh, unwanted sexual contact, 
right? And then sexual violence, regular sexual violence, quote unquote, is sexual activity when consent is not obtained or given freely. Mm -hmm. So going back to what I said about, you know, those videos on social media about chicks coming back drunk from brunch and whatnot and trying to grab their boyfriends, you know what? Yes. And obviously the consent is not given freely. It's supposed to be funny, but if you really read or watch between the lines, it's kind of like... No, it is. It's it's no grimy. Logic, there's no reading between the lines. It truly is sexual assault. It's sexual assault. You know what I'm saying? So it says that um, nearly one... I don't know if I... Did I read this? Nearly one in four men? No, you didn't. Okay, nearly one in four men in the U.S. experienced some form of contact sexual violence in their lifetime, right? About one in 14 men in the U.S. were made to penetrate someone during their lifetime, right? More than one in 38 men in the U.S. experienced uh, completed or attempted rape victimization in their lifetime. Among male victims of completed or attempted rape, about 71% first experienced such victimization prior to age 25. So we, we, we that's just sexual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just sexual. So think about it. There's three of us in the room right now, right? It was me. It was you? It was me. Do you, I was actually assaulted before. Do, do you want to tell no, the story? Fine. No, it's fine. You sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, but do you want to tell the story? Do I want to tell the story? You don't have to. I don't. I Not mean, really. No. Okay. Okay. Good. We won't touch that. Like on te- uh, on the terms of it, yes, I was sexually assaulted. That's just not. This is not really nothing to talk about. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Um. Uh. Okay. So now that was just sexual, right? Then we're gonna go back to intimate partner violence, right? Yeah. Okay. Defining intimate partner violence is physical violence, sexual violence, stalking psychological aggression and control of reproductive or sexual health by a current or former intimate partner, mm-hmm. right? It says uh, about one in three men experience... Oh, wait, I read... Did I? No, this is different. Okay, about one in three <laughs> men experience contact sexual violence, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner during their lifetime, Right. Nearly 56% of men who were victims of contact, sexual violence, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner first experienced these or other forms of violence by that partner before the age of 25. So now we have a situation where the three of us, right? There's three men in here. There are three men in here. One of Josh, us. Josh, you witness. Don't look away. Hmm? Talking to Josh behind us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I told him not to look away. Don't look away, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has experienced contact, sexual violence, physical violence, and or, or stalking. stalking. You know what I mean? I mean, I haven't been stalked. I don't, I don't think I don't think I've been stalked. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have see there there it is there it is and this is the point is we these, these things are more common. Than, no okay these things are actually more common than we it's, think yeah especially because it, it's not even, it, can, it doesn't even have to be physical stalking like it's social media stalking have her friends have her friends like send her messages and pictures of where you are she's like you were there yes you were there yesterday by so we were doing shopping there mm-hmm. and just like what the yeah f- where did you come from yeah it's weird like, what <laughs> yep 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 <clears throat> you going to movies by yourself i'm like how do you know i went to the movies how do you know like what, what? yes um, I like watching movies by myself while you're in my business. Why are you in? Yeah. <laughs> I, thankfully, I've never experienced these kinds of things. Sorry, Josh. Oof. <laughs> I do apologize to Josh. <laughs> Put all Josh's business out there. I We're not going to ask any specifics. No, we're not. We don't you good, bro. You in a safe environment. This Yeah, this is a safe place. I, get to, I already said I take another jail sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, me, let me go back to the other article that I was reading earlier by... Katie, 
Uh, where I'm not gonna lie, I forgot her last name. Katie Gillis. Katie <laughs> Bliss. Gillis. Oh. G I L L I. Even better if it was Bliss. G I L L I S. Katie Bliss. Katie Bliss. Sounds like a wrestler. Um. Okay, according to the National <laughs> Coalition Against Domestic Violence, right? Yes. One out of nine men have reported experience intimate partner violence, we spoke about before. Yes. Though it's probably fair to assume that this statistic does not take into account the tendency of men to underreport domestic violence due to gender roles and the accompanying embarrassment. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm way too far from my. <laughs> huh? Talk to myself. Oh. In my experience working with survivors of domestic violence, I find that female abusers usually operate differently than men, partially due to their inability to overpower male partners who tend to be more physically intimidating and also due to how females are socialized in our society. Female abusers often resort to non-physical forms of abuse of abuse on a psychological level, such as revenge-seeking behaviors, spreading rumors or revenge postings on social media, stalking, and emotional abuse. Women know logically that they will most likely not be able to physically surpass a man's capabilities, but they have enhanced other more cunning skills, psychological warfare. Unfortunately, I find that this form of abuse is capable of more harm due to it being a lot harder to spot and even more difficult to prove. Few legal structures exist to curtail non-physical forms of domestic violence, making these tactics go unnoticed and unstopped for longer than physical violence would be tolerated. So this is what I've been saying, you know, throughout my adult life, that women are more like emotional abusers. Like a woman could break a a man psychologically. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I I saw a video about a girl. This woman spread for for 30 years, spread a rumor about her former husband trying to rape her, rape their kids. I saw that. Their daughters. And he wouldn't accept the apology. Uh-huh. I saw that After video. they did a lie detector test to prove that she was wrong mm-hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. And she, and her first response was, why didn't you do anything to stop it? Right. And, and I'm just like, like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me, sister? Like, no, what is well, he she's suppo- not a sister. I, don't, I wouldn't consider that a sister. What was, like, what is he supposed to do? All he could do is deny it. I mean, and, and, like, and hope people believe him. And that's, and that's the sad reality for a lot of men is like, you know, you can't prove emotional abuse you can prove physical abuse yeah like even there's even, bruises there's there's things there's, there's cuts yeah you, know. you can prove you can prove physical pain can't really have a, you can't really diagnose emotional pain exactly um and i feel like you know even even so say like there's a woman you know she's in a relationship if she just magically out of nowhere has a bruise on her body and someone takes notice they're gonna they're automatically gonna jump to the idea that oh is he hitting her yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like that's the case, in, and that's the case in most scenarios. They will automatically jump to the uh to the defense or the idea that she's being abused, as opposed to no, nah, I just bumped into something or something fell on me. Yeah, you know some, what I mean? yeah. Some people would automatically assume. Some people ask, right? Really, but a majority of people would definitely be like, oh, like oh, you have a bruise on your arm. Did did, did your boyfriend hit you? Or did some is something going on at home? Right. And she'd be like, no, I accidentally hit myself with a hammer. Right. Or And, and you know what? The thing is, I don't think anybody would believe her. I mean, yeah, I, th- yeah, I don't think anybody would believe her in the sense that... Some people would, yeah. Some people would be like, oh, okay. And even from that majority, like if we cut it off like 70 to 30, mm-hmm. 30 would be like, oh, what? I saw the bruise. What's going on? What happened? Mm-hmm. And 70 would be like, is someone hitting you? Mm-hmm. And once she's like, oh, I just hit myself by mistake, maybe half of them would be like, oh, okay, it happens. And the other half would be like, Nah, nah, she's, she's covering like, for she's something. covering for him. Yeah, but the thing is, would we ever ask a man that? Like, like, so when no, 
No, you wouldn't. So when I because you have a busted lip right I'm now, a busted lip, right? And most and you, I you still haven't told me what happened. So all right, so don't you don't well, got you. Don't no, gotta I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell the story because it's it's actually kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was an honest mistake, uh, Akeem. I know. I I just we we just have to we you know we just it's just workplace things. We have to you know right. make fun of him for it. So but, your, lo- your logo stays this time. Yeah, the logo stays for now. <laughs> um, but really. What happened was he was tr- I was filling up one of my water bottles at this fountain that we have in the office, mm-hmm. and he asked me to fill up his, right? Yes. And he tossed it. He asked me if I was well. He asked me first. I asked him first if I if he felt comfortable with me catching because he has like a silver. It, it looks like a silver thermos. It's a silver thermos. Okay. And it's kind of it's kind of so, big. You know what I mean? So he threw his silver thermos at you because you asked him. He you asked him to throw it towards you. He was like, I right, and he you threw it towards he you. He threw it towards me, but. Here's the thing. I was standing at the cooler. He was sitting at his desk. There's plexiglass that separates the desk. Okay, so... You can see where I'm going with this? A little bit, but I have... There's three different things in my head. I want to know which one is right. Okay, so... so he tosses it, right? It almost clears the plexiglass. Okay. The bottom of it hits the plexiglass, ricochets, and bam. It's, okay. It's me in the face. All right, so my first thought was right. What were your other two? <laughs> my other two was that, one, it broke the glass somehow. God damn. And then, like, one of the glass, the glass shards just happened. It hit, cut you on the lip. Mm-mm. And the third one was that you did, he threw it short and you forgot it was there and then you ran into the plexiglass. No, I'm not that damn stupid. Uh, <laughs> Those but, are just the three of my head. But my the, my the one I really thought was, I actually thought it would hit the top. It hit the top of the bottle and it ricocheted down and hit you. Not that it caught the bottom. It caught of the it. bottom of the bottle and hit me and ricocheted. I thought it just pushed. I thought you was like here, and then it just hit the thing. It just went straight down and no, hit you in the lip. That's no, what it, I thought. It hit me hard too, obviously, because my lip was split and well, bleeding all over the place. Now because now check this out because it happened at work <laughs> instead of like home or outside of work or whatever have you. If I just showed up to the office the next day with a busted lip, you know. People would have been making fun of me, like, "Oh, did your girlfriend beat you up or whatever." Have you happened to your lip? I really no. That's that's the way that people at my job are. We, we okay. do that kind of. I was shit. like, I would have thought as a personal note, I probably if the people I know wouldn't be like, "Yo, what happened to your lip? You got in a fight?" They just would assume that you was, was in a fight. That would, that would, those it would have been one of those two things. It would have been yeah. either your girlfriend beat you up or but uh, they wouldn't take the girlfriend one too seriously. They'd be like, "Oh, no. what happened? Your girlfriend hit you," and then they right. would just laugh at you. Right, exactly. And another one be like, "You got in a fight? Who you lost to?" I, uh, well, I wonder what the other guy looks like. Yeah, like that's what I'm. Yeah, you know I mean that's nonsense. So we don't take uh, vi- uh, domestic violence against men serious at all. At all. Let me go back to that article. <laughs> At all. Uh, oh, see? Check this out. Listen to what the next paragraph says. It says, there I'm is ahead a, of the game, sir. You are. <laughs> uh, there is a great deal of shame among male domestic violence survivors with feelings of weakness, emasculation, and embarrassment being some type of um, some of the common sentiments I hear expressed. Not only are these men combating trauma from the abuse, but they also suffer from fighting against societal stereotypes. Many abuse survivors share common themes of self-doubt and frequent question, questioning of their abuse. But when the abuse is non-physical, these feelings exacerbate an already, that's an SAT word, exacerbate <laughs> an already present uncertainty, right? This can lead to people, including the victim, asking, but is the abuse really that bad or how much damage can one woman do? You know what I mean? Until recently, the idea of heterosexual men being victims of domestic violence was barely considered. Gender stereotypes in our culture leave little room for cishet 
or is it cishay? I don't know how to pronounce these 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 like, millennial yeah. words. The word that they use for straight men, like cis hetero. Oh, mm-hmm. cis, yeah. Cis het. It says cis het. I don't know. Cis hetero. Okay, cool. Cis. Straight men yeah. to admit to being victims of any form of violence at the hands of a woman. While it is true that the majority of domestic violence victims are female, this leaves only a small space for men who come forward needing support. It's like a little bit of priority seating on a rescue boat. Women and children first. Do not, uh, due to not fitting our gender role expectations, male victims of domestic abuse do not receive equal protection in the eyes of the law. So if I go to, if I take my girlfriend to court, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, Your Honor, uh, she's been beating me for the last six months." She's not going to get the same punishment as if she were to take me to court and say, uh, he's been beating me for six months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would probably get a a, a lengthy jail sentence while yeah. she'll probably just get like 20 hours of community service, if that. And a fine. And a fine. And, you know. Probably have to move. Probation. I'll probably get a restraining would, order. Yeah. You would, you would, the difference is you would, you would still get to keep where you live if you live together. Pretty much. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to go to the next article. And the title of this article is kind of like, is kind of stab at me because of how the show started. It's Domestic Violence Against Men, No Laughing Matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't laugh at me. Don't, don't judge me. Uh, he wrote I would this, never. He wrote this on uh, Men's Day, International Men's Day in 2019. Right? That's a day? Apparently. I didn't know cool. about it. Oh, cool. It says, today is International Men's Day. This is an opportunity to shed light on issues faced by men that typically lie in the shadows of society. One of these issues is IPV, inter- intimate partner violence against men. The popular image of IPV is based on the familiar gender stereotype of a male villain and a female victim, right? But that stereotype paints an incomplete picture with new research indicating a high number of male victims of domestic abuse. Okay, research on domestic violence. A recent UK government survey indicated that 9% of males had experienced some form of partner abuse, which amounts to around 1.4 million men. That's a lot of dudes. If you really, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, 1.4 million. Now, it it may not seem like a lot, but if you had 1.4 million men in one spot. Hold on. Anything that says one point, anything that says a million is a lot. It is, but to me, to me, to me and you, but to (laughs) a lot of people, to the, to the general population, that's, you know, it might not be that many. And that's part of the problem. Now, this is just, remember, this is just about the men that actually reported it. There's a whole bunch of men who are suffering in silence and not saying anything because they don't want to be seen as weak. And that might be in the billions. Um, Never know. Oh, I'm telling you, there are way more men who are getting abused by their girlfriends or, you know. And in their own way. In their own way and won't say anything or don't even recognize, wait a minute, that was abuse. You know what I mean? Like she, they're late. like, damn, that hurt. Until <laughs> mad later, like, wait a minute, that was that was abuse. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, oh that my was god, <laughs> it that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, interestingly, a growing body of international research indicates that men and women experience IPV in similar portions. See, for example, a recent survey from Can- IPV, IPV, okay, intimate partner violence. I got it. I heard IPV, IPB, and I was like, "What?" I see. It's the it's the lip. No, it's also just the letters are very similar in pronunciation. It's the lip. Okay. I give you a way out, and you ignore it. It's the. I'm, <laughs> I, I already told you before. That it's the lip. All right. 
B and B just sound similar. They do, but <laughs> it's also combine that with the fact that my lip is busted. Okay, for example, a recent survey from Canada's National Statistical Agency concluded that, quote, equal proportions of men and women reported being victims of spousal violence during the preceding five years, 4% respectively. The aforementioned surveys indicated that small portions, I mean, small proportions of men, less than 20% of victims, will tell the police or a health professional about their victimization. This may be due to well-grounded fears that they will be scorned, ridiculed, or disbelieved by these authorities. So have you ever, not well, not necessarily witnessed, or but heard of a situation where a man called the police on his girlfriend because... Uh, she was getting violent? Right, she was being violent or anything of the sort. Have I heard? Or, or, or witnessed yes. or anything like that? I've seen stories about it. <clears throat> I, can't, I can't tell you when and where. But it, I think it was like one of the. I don't see it too often though. Not as much as I see like other stories of like a police was called because a husband was abusing his wife mm. or stuff. But I know I seen one story about it, and I might have been in high school or in college. But again, we're going from like we're going from like that's the first story I ever seen in my whole lifetime, and right. I was already like maybe eighteen to twenty mm. at that time. Fair enough, because <laughs> I feel like. Again, this is where we go back to like social media. Like social media normalizes, uh, uh, violence against men in relationships. I feel like because how many times do you go on like certain social media posts where women will say, women in the comments are saying, "Oh, if my boyfriend did this, I'll cut his his you know what off." Or like oh, they they go like they do they say things like this. You know I know, and it's like. That's not necessary. You don't have you don't have to introduce violence to the equation. You know what I'm saying? Like if your boyfriend's cheating on you, if your husband's being unfaithful, then you can just leave. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to resort to violence. It's not gonna make him want to stay with you. There's always things I do mostly see videos like that all the time though. Even comments from like, oh I think more than like, um like the girlfriend finds out the boyfriend was cheating and they see all their stuff like on fire or like things like that or there's stuff out on the front lawn and key his car slash the tires i'd rather if anything i'm okay with just putting person's clothes out in front because i watched there was one where a woman found out her boyfriend was cheating and had all his clothes folded up in front of the front door with a su an empty suitcase in front of it well damn i mean that the, that that's not violent that's anything not violent that's like hey I'm, I'm i caught you get out <laughs> I'm, I'm putting you out or other than like keying the car that's a little keying the car putting things on fire Speaking of fire, there was one where I saw a woman set her man's testicles on fire with alcohol, like she like rubbing alcohol while he was sleeping. She poured rubbing alcohol on his boxers and lot. his genitals, and then lit a match. That's I'm a, like, I'm like, yo, lot. that's attempted murder. You know what I'm saying? Like that is that is that's, that's, that's a crime. Like, like this is what I'm saying, and people find it funny, and I'm like, it's not. There's no humor in that, or. Even high-profile situations like um, all these years ago uh, when Jay-Z and Beyonce oh, oh, with Solange so, yeah. and she was like she was physically assaulting him on camera, right? Yep. No matter what the situation was, she was the one being the aggressor, right? But yet we found it funny. It was like, oh, Jay was getting his ass beat by Beyonce's little sister and this, that, and the third. But it's like... I was like, what was... On my defense, what was he supposed to do? <laughs> Even then, the point... So, check that out, right? She was obviously assaulting him. If he just decided one time, you know what, I'm gonna just... and knock her out. Or the joke of, I woke up Chris Breezy. 
or something like that. Because that's yeah. a that's a whole running thing right now. I, mean, I even then, if 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 he had did that, he would have been wrong. But yet she was the one who was being violent, right? And yes. then I mean, if we want to talk about the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation, right? We we finally heard his side of the story like a few years ago, and apparently she was being violent too. Though, so it's, right. not, it's not even a situation. I'm like, not gonna lie to you. I completely forgot. I forgot both sides of this story. Well, if I just if, know, I just know everyone just puts. I know a lot of it just stays on Chris Brown's side. That's pretty much because we saw the photos of her. You know what I'm saying? We yes. saw what she looked like. We never saw what he looked like afterwards, and we never heard what like what transpired between them from his side. Uh, from what it sounded like, what he was saying, and I don't, I don't obviously I don't know if he was lying or not because I wasn't there, but it's like yeah. they were actually like having a fight. You know what I'm saying? And he just won, basically. Not that he was abusing her and she was just being victimized. They were actually having a physical altercation while he was driving, nonetheless. Yes. And he just came out as the winner. That's what if that's what it sounded it, like. That's what we want to call it that, yeah. <laughs> okay, the... He had less... He, he had, had less, less bruises. bruises on him. Yeah, let's put it like that. There you go. But no one will say they that. Had a, it wasn't abuse. It was an actual fight. It was an alter, It was an altercation between two individuals, a man and a woman, who are in a relationship, yes. So, mm-hmm. therefore, it is a domestic situation. Look at this college graduate using these words. <laughs> I, I have to put that money to use, all right, um, in the degree. <laughs> I have to put it all to use somehow, some way, right? Just but nonetheless... Eat. We, we saw that situation and automatically thought that she was a victim instead of thinking he was being victimized too. Why? Because Chris Brown is what, 6'2? Chris Brown is taller than that. He's, I'm, he's, I'm guessing. He, yeah, around that. He's, he's, he's an NBA player height. Yeah. Is he? I think he's around 6'4, actually. I don't think it matters. It doesn't, but my point is he's bigger than her. Yes. He's stronger than, than her. her. Yes. And, you know, Obviously, he did more damage, which yes. is what the art, the article was saying. Is like he can't be seen as a victim because of his size of his and how size. what he looks like. Right. And same if, thing. If same thing compared to me and you, if that sense. Yeah. Yeah. People. Because if I if I walked if I walked around saying this stuff, they'd be like, they'd be like, yo, T, Lil Tay, you six feet. No one's hurting you. No one's. And look Ooh. at you. You like look what you look at your size and Ooh. all the sports you play. No one can hurt you. Ooh, that kind of reminds me of um of a couple of situations with some actors. Uh remember Terry Crews a couple years ago was yes. getting well, it was kind of like half and half, in my opinion. Like it was. Oh, I don't. I don't really know the full story of that. Or, I just. I just know there's some things that happen with Terry Crews. Okay, so the. Okay, so basically Terry Crews was sexually assaulted in front of his wife, nonetheless, at a party by a Hollywood executive, right? Just grabbed his whole meat in front of his wife, and I don't know what was said, but just kind of like, yeah, did all yeah, did all that. But here's the thing, Terry didn't do anything about it. So when we found out about it, it was just like, but Terry, you like 6'4", you played in the NFL, and... Oh, you not. can break somebody's neck. Why didn't you do something about it? What but was he supposed to do? On That's what... That's what I, that was the whole thing. It was like, why didn't you physically retaliate against him? Because he would have went to jail. Exactly. <laughs> that was that was the whole back and forth. It was like he came at the same time. Of one, course, he, like yeah, he just got yes, he got physically, he got sexually assaulted mm-hmm. by an executive. I'm guessing an executive was a woman. I guess no, it was a dude. It was a dude. It was, <laughs> it was a dude. Was he, was he, if he had swung, if he had swung, I'm guessing Terry Crews is a big dude. Mm-hmm. And he connects. That's a broken nose, at least. At, or jaw. <laughs> One of the two was broken. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we're that, just automatically Terry Crews is automatically going to jail. It's that kind of goes back into what it, what we were saying is like he can't be seen as a victim because he's some six four black dude who's played who's got a, muscles be who's muscles got on top of muscles, muscles who played in the NFL. Right, so he can't be seen as a victim, but yet he was victimized in front of his wife. Who didn't and I'm guessing the wife at a party. The wife didn't do anything. What 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 was she gonna do? Help him. <laughs> But this you, is a partnership. I mean, uh, this is a tag team. Help me. I, I, I mean, yeah. I can't. I could go to jail, but like, I got your back if you swing first. Then I'm protecting you. Now, <laughs> of course, in the moment, you don't know what you're gonna do. Like, he probably just got was so shocked. It was like, damn, this dude just really grabbed my whole beef. Like, yeah, he he should be in the shock. Yes, but in front of his wife, someone other his. If he's in front of your wife. He's in front of his wife. Or let's say he has like his friends around too. Right. Someone should be able to help him out in this. That that that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, dude, okay, damn all the fact that you six four and I under I understand why like be, shock and other things that go through a numb black person's head who's over <laughs> six feet. Right. Like the things that he has to deal with are a lot different than other people. Right. And I know I know as soon as it happens, shocked, then he's like, okay, if I do anything. What is the punishment that I'm going to most likely receive? That's exactly why I think he didn't do anything. Yes, but nonetheless. that's why I think he didn't do anything either. But on another note, that's why you need. That's why you have a support team to help you out with that. Right. So that's why I felt like if you had swung on somebody, one, your wife, two, whatever friends you had at the party were like, no, 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 no. He grabbed his junk. He he needed to get swung on. You know what I'm saying? Like someone should be able to, at least someone should be able to step in front to separate this. Something should happen. Right. Something should happen. Something happen to help him get away from whatever is happening to him as soon as it starts, as soon as it happens. Mm-hmm. And someone, especially if someone notices it right away. I, let's see. <laughs> I, you, you kind of preach it to the choir, but I understood why everyone was like, no, Terry was, Terry is a victim. Technically, he is a victim. He was sexually assaulted. No, and remember, this, <laughs> this was the height of, of uh, Me Too. And, you he know, got me too. <laughs> he got well. Mm, no, nah, when I say when I feel like when people, I know there's a difference on yeah. what people say. Okay. I, I got it. Being me That's too still is different. But okay, nonetheless, right? It's not being me too. You just got caught. You got <laughs> all your transactions pretty, came back. Pretty much, you know. I'll you know I'm gonna rock with that from now on. Yeah. I'm gonna rock with that. Um, because you say me too, you kind of sound like you kind of sound like you don't believe in a lot of things. Honestly, it's oh. just the way it says. It's just the way it sounds. Honestly, well, from me? No, nah, just in general. Oh, if someone oh. says it. Like, yeah, even if me, if me and you say it, it's an issue. If I hear from someone else, I'm still going to be like, you probably shouldn't say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, I can respect Let's that. Be honest. I respect that. So it, it, makes, it just makes you look worse in the light than does. anybody else. It does. And then you come to find out, in addition to Terry Crews, remember, um, Brendan Fraser came out and said that he was uh, sexually assaulted by another Hollywood exec. And oh, it's ex be wildin'. Huh? These Hollywood execs be wildin'. It's Hollywood, dude. That's what they do. That's not an excuse. Uh, it's not an excuse, but I'm, what I'm no, what I'm saying by that is that it's a widely known thing that you know you have to exchange sexual favors for you know movie roles, producer roles in Hollywood. It's a it's a widely known. It's like an open secret, kind of like you know. Do I want to say the Illuminati? Like everybody, <laughs> like everybody knows, but nobody talks about it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's widely known that Hollywood executives do this kind of thing. And it yes. it drove him into a deep depression. Like, remember for a while, we didn't hear from Brendan Fraser. He just came out of the woodwork saying that. And then now he's starting to act again. Well, he, probably, for, he didn't want to be part of none of this. 
that this is why because he was being victimized no one knew because he probably felt like damn nobody would believe me even though we're in the midst of you know, uh, the we, movement, the, this movement uh, and whatnot, uh, awareness movement, right? Call it. And yet, I still feel like nobody would believe me, or somebody would, you know, people would make fun of me, saying you're Brendan Fraser, like you were George of the Jungle, you were Dumb. Rick O'Connell in the, in the in the Mummy, like that means anything. But yeah, yet, those are actors, right? Those are those, those are, are roles, characters, characters and stuff, not real people. And of Brandon course, is a real person. Of course, and you and you know, what's interesting is that they'll never out the person that did it to him. But oh, true. As a, as men, you know, what I'm saying women, I, w- women have come out and said, "Nah, this person did this." Yeah, he did it. Him, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Yes, him. Yeah. you know what I mean. But You're right. I, as the story you told me, I realized you never said any names because nobody knows. We don't know who did it, but because they're men, they can't be seen as victims. Back to the article, shall we? <laughs> Back to the articles. Uh, where where are we at? Where are we at? I don't, I don't know. Oh, see, there we go. Look, check this out. I'm in the upset. I'm in the upset state. You're you're upset. <laughs> I told. I listen. I told the homies that they were gonna like this episode. I think this 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 is a good one. It says the aforementioned surveys indicate that small proportion. Oh, I read that. I'm sorry. Um, in wait, D, say again. Uh, okay, the aforementioned surveys. I'm still reading the one by. His name is oh I never told you never that. told the name oh, yeah okay. Rob Whitley he's a he has a PhD okay. I'm not sure in what but he has a PhD I'm guessing psychology <laughs> it's just a guess um, yeah, uh, I mean I understand uh, it he says the aforementioned surveys indicate Doctor. that small proportions of men less than twenty percent of victims will tell police or a health professional about their victimization that's how we got there in the first place right. Mm-hmm. This may be due to well-grounded fears that they will be scorned, ridiculed, or disbelieved by these authorities. Mm -hmm. Indeed, a research paper by Dr. Elizabeth Bates from the University of Cumbria found that the overarching experience of male IPV victims was that, quote, no one would ever believe me. One victim noted, I told friends. They laughed while another stated, the police. They laughed. You know what I'm saying? Incredulously incredulously laughter is a common response to male victims of ipv this is illustrated in the short quote social experiment video is a link to a video examining public reactions to a male being abused by a female on a street the video has over 8 million views on youtube and is a powerful education tool so that's you know i think i saw that video i i've never seen it but i I think i think because i remember it was a so if I remember serves me correct, it was a social experiment video where the first part the first part the guy is yelling at the girl. Is yelling at they're both actors. Are you looking at it? Yeah, I'm kinda of, So the first part is if I remember serves me correct, the guy is like yelling and like threatening like he's gonna hit her and then like people all the people keep like going up and running in front of him, like don't be doing that, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then and the second part they they do it again, but the roles are reversed. Yep. And people kind of just walk by and don't say and kind of ignore it, or I think maybe someone maybe they had someone like smiling and laughing at it, like Go Girl or something like that. And that's just I'm, my memory could be wrong on that one. Oh but. yeah, because I'm skimming through it and it's it's pretty much describing what you what you. Yeah, but that that was the that was like, and then like the end is the message is like everyone anyone can be an abuser. It says just because just because of what they look like doesn't really mean anything. 
oh, okay. It's, it ha- at the end of the video, it has this one statistic that says 40% of domestic violence is suffered by men. And the source is the Office for National Statistics. There you go. See, I'm, it's, like, I remember the video. I saw it. Hashtag violence is violence. It's from the Mankind Initiative. Violence is violence. And, but and there's also not. And you know what? It's, it's, it's you know, it is, it, it, it's, well, it's not funny, but it's crazy how that actually played out because, you know, I think, like I said before, we have, we live in a culture where violence against men is normalized. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. well, of course, violence against women is, you know, we, we condemn it. It's all, it's wrong. Violence is violence, right? No matter what. No matter what. That's what we're, that's what we're taught. That's what we're taught. That's what I, I know. That's what me and you were taught. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, Probably yeah. Josh too. I'm, I'm betting Josh too, <laughs> but for well, some, I was so Josh. You can't escape, huh? <laughs> no, definitely not. You're just as much as part of the show as we are. <laughs> um, but yet, for some reason, we still look at violence against men as, eh, eh. <laughs> you know, that's eh. very true. Yeah. So some people, I, there's going to a point where we seem. I know we seem like some people get jumped, and we're just like, that's damn, my stuff. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Keep or, it pushing. Or like. Like someone should call the police on that, <laughs> or that the, the, <laughs> that episode in the Boondocks. Team, you got ritual. That episode in the Boondocks where uh, uh, what's his name, Thugnificent, was just like, he said like, he saw somebody getting beaten up. He was just like, damn, I wonder what he do to make them niggas that mad. <laughs> <laughs> like we just think that that's normal, like that it's okay. Would, that is a whole fact. <laughs> I would. This actually is a true story. I was waiting for the bus to go home from high school. <laughs> And I see this one kid just running. Like, he's running for his life. Mm. I'm like, oh, that kid's running. And then, like, two minutes later, it's like 20 people running in the same direction after him. And my brain was go, damn, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> my brain's like, I don't want And my brain was like, I want no parts of this. So mm. I'm going to stay out of this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yep. No, that's a fact. Cause, so, okay. What can we do to, okay, let's go one by one. First of all, what can we do to curtail violence? Domestic violence against men. What can we do to stop it or I mitigate think this, it? So the reason I bought this, like, there is an awareness, a growing awareness of it uh-huh. from like songs like "Code of the Friend." If you want to listen to it, it's called "Bitter" from his new album, where he actually tolls on and talks about like two two instances that happened to him in former in former relationships where like he was being abused physically, physically and emotionally, and like okay. the the one of the. In the songs, he talks about how one of the girls was messaging his other girl, his ex girlfriends, to get their on to get them on her side to keep abusing him. Oh my God! What? Yeah, yeah he like he says this all in his song. The song is called "Bitter." Like, if you want to hear, it, it's like two minutes and twenty two seconds. So, like, that's thing. Christ. There's a lot. There's a lot of more awareness growth going on from like TikTok to Instagram, all these videos and stuff. Mm. I think that's probably the first step that we need to do because once we kind of eliminate that stigmatism or that general that generalization of like you can't be a you can't be a victim if you're a guy mm. i think once you get rid of that, i think we'll be in a much better place but it's going to take a long time is how long do you think it'll take you, like past you and I, we still don't have equal rights what are you talking about <laughs> i'm about to say past you in my lifetime our Probably. lifetime <laughs> most if likely we, i mean if we're still here by then um you gonna get me killed no, again? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about the the state of the world. We're in the end times, so you know it is. World what it is. War Three. It's coming soon to to a uh, country near you. Um, it's war, war. <laughs> uh, so okay, if we raise the awareness, raise awareness. I think the idea of it's. Do you have to also get rid of the idea of people feeling shame about it? 
It's, if for, that's for anyone that's a victim in any domestic situation. A lot of people go like, when they're caught, like when they're the victim of it, it's a lot of people asking themselves like, what did I do to deserve this? Mm. Or what did I, what did I do? Sometimes you didn't do anything. It's you should be, person. yeah, like you shouldn't feel any shame and you shouldn't, you shouldn't blame yourself for what's happening. Mm. And as a friend, and you should be able to reach out to your friends and your family for support in general. I agree. But so then that, that means we have to go back to not just awareness, but also education because a lot of people, believe it or not, both men and women, right? A lot of the times you don't even recognize that you're being abused yes. until later. Yeah, until, you know I mean? until like, after like, the fact. Like the, the terrible joke we made earlier. Like I was that was a that was abuse. That was abuse, yeah. <laughs> like this girl was abusing me. So also it's, it's really you also got to you also got to learn to realize the steps of when you're being like you said women don't do physical abuse like men. Right. If they're in a situation like so like you like you have to realize like when these things happen like when you're being stalked over social media and things. Right. When you're actually being emotionally abused and emotionally manipulated, you right. get gaslight. You're getting Ooh, gaslight. Gaslight. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. People get gaslit all the time and don't don't recognize don't it. recognize. So you have to understand. I think it's important on both, uh, on both sides where you recognize you're being abused or gaslighted or, or you're whatever. the one or, or you're, you're the, the one, one doing, doing it. it. <laughs> exactly. So if you un- if you it's kind of like. Not to bring Harry Potter into this, but also kind of like defense against the dark arts. You know how, if you know what this thing is, you'll know how to Stop. defend, right? You'll know how to mitigate it or defend yourself against it. Like you yes. show them a boggart and then teach them how to, how to, you know, fight it off or whatever, or how to fight off a Dementor. You don't have any idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I actually do. Oh, you I, do. I actually thought about something and I think you might get mad at me. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> like a vaccine? <laughs> I'm not afraid of that thing. No, I'm just, just saying, like, when, like, flu vaccines, like, that's what it is. They put it, they give you a little part of the virus, of the flu, so your body can recognize it. Oh. The same way. I mean, yeah, yeah, so to speak. Like, you know, if you recognize it, you know how to fight it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You introduce <clears throat> it, and that way you know what it is, and that you can stop it. So, okay, so we said we have to raise the awareness and the education, right? And then you also have to, um... What the- Destigmatize, right? That's Destigmatize what you said? it, yeah. Destigmatize Get rid of the stereotypes about it, right? Well, how do it's a little hard. That's a lot. I, I was just because I was just about to say now, how do we destigmatize, you know, shame and uh, fear of being mani- or being ridiculed? I think so. Now, to me, the way that you do that is shock value. You have like if a man get like if you show a picture of a man with a busted lip, a uh, a what you call it, eye a black eye and scratches all over his face, mm-hmm. all over his body. And you ask the audience, okay, what, what do you think happened to him? They'd be like, uh, he got beat up by a cat or something like that. Like, no, his girlfriend did that to him. Then all of a sudden it's not that, it's not funny anymore. It's like, damn, she fucked him up. Like, damn, she really, yes. part of my language, but yo, not, she. What, since when? <laughs> like, you've cursed 17 times on this show. I yeah. count it. No. Oh, it's much. Right. It's actually much less. <laughs> Good. I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> and I'm the problem child. What is going on? <laughs> but what is you, going on here? But if, you, <laughs> if you actually, you know, it, to me, shock value kind of like does a, does the trick, so to speak. If you shock someone into, it stains in their memory. Like, damn, I saw this a picture of a guy who got beat up by his girlfriend. And he actually beat her up. She beat him up pretty bad. Honestly, true. Because like I said, I remember that video. That video, the that social experiment, mm-hmm. and I watched that in high school. That sticks in my head. See, 
that you just told me three seconds of it, and I remember the whole video from. <laughs> I, it's funny. I I, re, I kind of remember seeing it, but I kind of don't. But it is what it is. That shows the difference, doesn't it? Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Um. Got to call the spade a spade. Spade is a spade. Um. So we said destigmatize, and how how else do you think that we can destigmatize? Uh. The 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 negative impact or the negative feelings of being abused as a man. I, I honestly, I you got me on this. One. I really can't really tell you anything because I'm not really ever thought that far ahead of that. And I think that I kind of like it probably is the same issue with what we normally have, which is like there's certain things that are definitely wrong, and we we want answers for it, but a lot of us don't really have them. You ain't got no, you ain't got the answer, Sway. I never did. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so that's a dis- that's a discussion that uh, I think can be have in the community. Yeah, a person that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> but as long as you take ideas together, people are smarter. Now you know what the, the messed up thing is, and I know we're running short on time, but one of the messed up things is that sometimes you know that if a woman has a history tendency, a history, a tendency, but also a personality type where she. Like, you know how they sometimes they say, oh, she beats niggas. You know what I mean? Like, she hits dudes and things like that. If you know that she has a reputation for that. Yeah. As a man, you can kind of sometimes. Uh, stay away from stay, it. Stay away from But at the same time, when does it befall on the abuser to change their ways? I They should always, actually. If you, if people are telling, if you recognize this, so you have to recognize it first. Either you recognize it or your friends tell you about it. You have to recognize it, and then then you have to find a way. Hmm. Same way, same thing. Like you have to realize it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then once you realize it's a problem, then you can get help for it. But they have to take that step because if we force them to do stuff, it's not really going to help them. Yeah, you're right. Because remember, if we're going, let's be, let's go back to Chris Brown and all his incidents that started with the Rihanna incident. But remember everything else that was after that, from him throwing the chair. Oh, yeah. And then other people with him actually getting into violent things, like all these other incidents. It took him, and now we're at the point, I haven't heard any news about him in a long time. True. That's what I'm saying. He had had several incidents that made him realize, okay, I have a problem. I have to get it fixed. But you know what's funny? Well, not funny, but he realized that he had a problem way before that because he said he grew up around domestic violence. Yes. So you kind of... But you got. But if you grow up with it, certain part of you keeps it with you. It's the same. It's the same thing for me too. Because I, I honestly, huh? There's a term for that. It's not. It's kind, kind of pseudo scientific, but I think it's real. I don't think it's fake at all. It's called transgenerational trauma, where we kind of like pass down. Yes. Like, and some people, and and no, it's true. Because some people keep it as like a term. Like me, like our parents were beat. Then our parents would beat growing up, and our oh, parents yeah. beat us growing up. Oh yeah, and a lot of us are like that's like some of these kids need to get beat so they know their lessons. I mean, yeah. Some and- some of them like you can do like there are certain things of punishments like that, but some of the punishments we received were would technically count as assault. I got and, choked out as a child. God damn. So like if I did if I have a child and that happens, I'm going. That's an assault. That's jail. That's jail time. Yeah, and, especially uh, these kids. <laughs> Some of these kids do need the ass to be. Yeah, but lie. like they need they they need actual <laughs> punishment. But that requires belt. That like that's like spankings and stuff. Or like right. things you do. Like there's there's a difference. Hispanic terms of pow pows and stuff like that. Right. There's, there's, there's a difference there's a between difference. like that and me and what I went through. Right. Where I had where I was choked out as a child and put up on a door. There's a difference. God <laughs> damn. I'm, you've been through a lot, man. I'm sorry. 
It happens. <laughs> no, see, see, we have to stop doing that shit. I mean, I say that for me now because I've I've worked through it to get over it. Okay. I went through a lot of te- I went through therapy and things to accept it. Okay, that's why I can say that now. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, granted. Um, so then, okay, so you just have to feel sorry about no, it. I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Dang, you just made me feel like an asshole for saying that. <laughs> so it feels it just sounds like we have a lot of tr- uh, trauma that we need to. You know, stop passing down to our children. Absolutely, like that. We have to cut it off at the knees before it. Like you recognize the signs, uh, and try to to knees off sounds very painful, huh? That sounds hurtful. It, <laughs> but you gotta do it. You gotta do. It. You gotta cut it off That's at how the you knees. Take now because this is this is a bigger problem. It's a bigger problem than both than all of us. And you know, unfortunately, a lot of men don't see it. You know why? Because I feel like men also feel like we need to be strong all the time. That's, and if I can withstand physical that's abuse. That's an old episode. Huh? That's an episode we did. Yeah. We can always revisit the topic another day. But I feel like uh, because of that, we feel like if we can withstand abuse from a woman, we can withstand anything. You know I feel mean? like I feel like a lot of people be like, if I made it, there's a lot of things from like rap songs and songs like that. Like the thing you talk about, drunken sex, like it's very prevalent. Yeah. Especially R&B songs. A lot of songs from rappers be like, I made it through the hood, I can make it through anything. Pretty that's much. What a lot of people, that's what a lot of guys believe in. It's like, oh, my my childhood was terrible and I beat through that. So whatever else I can go through is pretty much nothing. It's also not true. And also not true at all. <laughs> different pains <laughs> hit different areas. I agree. Um, I think that's that wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to continue the discussion, you want to fight Jason because of the title of the show, uh, the title of this episode. Let's be free. Listen, you. <laughs> uh, I plead no contest. Um, I plead hit the us fifth. up, yo. Look, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth on all of that. I I like the title. I don't care what you say. I mean, if that if you want, I'll put it. If that's what you want, I'm not. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, and yet I've still. In the hour and change that we've been here, I've yet to hear you come up with a better name. I keep telling you, I come up with titles when I'm putting it together, <laughs> when I'm putting it on the when I'm putting it on the on the stream sites and everything. That's when I come up with titles. No, you got to come up with a title before the show. No, or, or just genuinely you right after up, it. That's like coming up with a script for these shows. No, we well we don't script the shows. We just have a general topic. I know, and I never you come in with numbers. I come in with nonsense. We just work that way. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that comes. I, I think that's like sums up our our friendship over the last. <laughs> you come up with facts. I tell you what these facts, other than what they mean and what they don't mean, and what you'd believe they mean, and then that's how the show goes. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds just about you know a hundred percent accurate. But yeah, if y'all want, <laughs> if y'all want to continue the discussion, hit us up. Tay, remind everybody of the 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 contact information, please. If you have any, uh, hit us up at email. Hit us on our emails at excuse me, brother. Excuse podcast. me, brother. Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us, follow us. Hit us in the DMs at excuse me, brother. That's excuse me, underspace me, underspace brother. Not er, but an a on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have a Facebook page. That's for him to make, not me. We but don't. <laughs> see, that's for him to make, not me. <laughs> I'm actually, I don't. I don't want to use my own Facebook. I don't like my own Facebook. Why would I make another one? That's fine. Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, and I'm working, I'm actually working, since we do have a YouTube channel, uh, excuse me, brother, on YouTube, you can subscribe to that as well. I actually will be, um, there's a program that I'm trying to find for computers, because I've already made, I've actually made a few episodes on my phone, on, I, on iMovie. Nigga, what? Yeah, I'm trying to put it, I'm trying to make make it, if you've seen like um, the Bodega Boy podcast, their old episodes is just their logo, and then the audio is just playing in the background. 
It just with their logos just in the whole YouTube video. Word. That's what I'm trying to do, but like I gotta just find a program that lets me do it on my computer for free. Because uh, I don't. Because the one I know how to use is a. Uh, oh, what is it? The one for Apple computers, which I forgot the name now. Final Cut Pro. That's the one I was taught how to use to edit. Mm-hmm. But since I don't have a Mac laptop, I have a Windows. I have to find something else that lets me put audio to video. Mm-hmm. Which I will find once that once that is found, I'll start adding all the old episodes to our YouTube channel. And that will be, and they'll be more prevalent there as well. I, that, I like that. I like the sound of that. We moving up in the world. You told me I have things. I work. I also actually start a new job very soon. Actually. Whoa, 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 whoa! Well, we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah, it's time to go. Ironically, it's about what we just talked about too. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, it's been this. This was a good episode. I like this one. It's been um, a long episode. Like, like we, we have all the contact info. Hit us up to continue the conversation. If you agree with what we say, anything. If you disagree, just be respectful. Help you know what I'm saying? Just, just, he has me trapped. I have you nothing. Help me. I don't have you trapped Help anyone. Us. You are a grown man. Jay has me and Josh tied up in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't even have the capability to do such a thing. Um, he's lying. This Negro is lying. Uh, peace, love, and happiness. God bless everybody. <laughs> Perfect.